Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Uncommon Drive Podcast with Jeff Cross and Chad Ozy. Join us as we look at life, leadership, and legacy through the lens of sports officiating. Welcome back to another episode of the Uncommon Drive Podcast. My name is Chad Ozy, and I am joined today by Jeff Cross. How you doing today, Jeff? I'm well. I'm very well. It's uh, a little colder. Mm-hmm. You know, winter is among us. Well, it's not here yet, but it's getting getting to the point where... I'm wearing more long sleeves, more long pants, more socks, <laughs> less Crocs. So. Yeah, the, the big one for Jeff is the long pants. Like, all summer long, he'll wear the long sleeves. That's true. He's, he's good with the long sleeves thing. But mm. you know when the pants have moved down towards the ankles, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, that uh, that we're in good shape there. Well, Jeff, we're going to split today's podcast into kind of three sections. Uh, right. It's been a few weeks uh, since we've had a, a podcast come out. And so the first thing we're going to do is just kind of check in, see what everybody's been up to the last few weeks. Uh, what's going on, that kind of thing. And then uh, kind of our second chapter today, uh, we both have uh, new seasons getting ready to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a season that's ending hopefully soon. Um, and so mm-hmm. we'll talk a little bit about that transition for both of us. And then we've got an announcement to share with everybody at the end of the podcast today. Uh, but let's just start out uh, where I said there, what you've what you been up to for the last few weeks. Yeah, well, let's see. Literally, I'm going to give you my blow by blow here. We put a new roof on our garage in uh, in in the Christmas tree farm. Yeah. Put a new garage door up at the garage at the Christmas tree farm. Uh, I've completed, I don't know, 20-some days consecutive of cold plunges, mm-hmm. ice bath or whatever that is. And I had I'd missed three or four days because I was at the Christmas tree farm, but I'm, I'm back doing that. I got my wife to... to uh, Complete 15 days in a row mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of pushback, <laughs> a lot of pushback. Uh, we are just, I don't know when this is going to come out, but this weekend, uh, a whole family's going to be in town for October birthdays. We tend to celebrate, you know, months, mm-hmm. one time a month. So um, my son's birthday was yesterday, yeah, 24, and then my mother-in-law, her birthday is next week, next Thursday, I think it is, and... Uh, she will be 89. Wow. And, and she's still were, pretty active. Yeah, way active. Mm-hmm. Way active. Um, but and she works a little slower and she does some things that, you know, maybe I wouldn't do them that way, but that's just how she wants to do it. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop her from working. So she'll, uh, I, we've always joked that she might not lose all. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I probably don't think that'll happen, but um, she she's not afraid of a little work. She's not afraid of uh, working a little longer to make sure it's done correctly. And uh, I hope, I I hope when I'm 89, I have just half the amount of resilience she has and half on the amount of work ethic she has. So she's, she's an inspiration. She probably doesn't think she is, but mm-hmm. at 89, going to be 89, 
there's so many people I see that are 60 and can't do the thing she's doing in 89. So mm-hmm. she literally, at the Christmas tree farm, while we were fixing the roof and the, and the door and stuff, she was on her knees, bent over, pulling some weeds because she wanted to clean the area out. We're going to put some fresh grad seeds down. I so thought you were going to say she was on her knees praying that you guys wouldn't break your necks <laughs> while you were up on yeah. top of the garage. She might have been doing that too. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> but she was on her knees for hours. Yeah. For hours. And then stands up. And walks in the house. I couldn't do that. I'm just telling you. I could not be on my knees for hours and hours stand up walking the house. That's hard. You'd have to roll me towards the front door. That <laughs> you know, knee would not function anymore. And she puts like this little whatever Home Depot Menards knee pad that mm-hmm. you know, kind of kneel on. And she puts her knees on that. And she has another one for her feet. She puts that on her feet. And then she just does her work. And she digs it up. And she puts it in a bucket. And away she goes. So... Um, I, I know I'm talking about a lot about my mother-in-law, but she, she's a beast and she, um, a lot of people can learn a lot of things from, from that woman right there. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of us can learn a lot just from that generation, mm. you know, in general, you know, yeah. and, uh, we like to, uh, sometimes we like to give the, the newer generations, uh, a hard time mm-hmm. about sure. things. Sure. Uh, even though I think there's a ton of things we can learn from them. Uh, but definitely the uh, the drive to work well. I won't just say work hard, mm. but the drive to work well, I mm-hmm. think, is something from you know the the generation that's uh, older than you and I. Sure, uh, I think it's something that a lot of us um, could look at, no matter what age we're at. Yeah, I was listening to some YouTube or something, and uh, his name is Gary Becca. I don't know if anybody follows him or not, but he you know he talks about health journeys and things like that. And he said, um, I'm probably going to miss, misquote, I'm going to butcher a little bit, but the active pursuit of comfort is accelerating our death. Mm. So something along that line. So the more comfortable we try, he said, we need to stop telling grandma and grandpa, don't go outside, it's too cold. Don't go outside, it's too hot. Don't do this because you just you just lay there and rest. That is just speeding up their death. And um, I thought that was good. And he said, you know, if you don't put um, if you don't put pressure on a bone, it won't get stronger. If you don't tear a muscle, it won't get bigger. And those are things that my mother-in-law does all the time. And I'm thinking, you know, he's right because that's the reason she's going to be coming up on 89 without a walker, without a cane, without, you know, any kind of assistance needed and she still takes care of two dogs and a whole house by herself she does her yard she does her leaves she does her acorns she's out there with the blower she does those things because she doesn't pursue comfort all the time so i just think that's uh, probably good words to live by yeah it's very cool and uh just a couple updates for folks um how's it going with jack still doing workouts yeah yeah well actually he's on vacation okay so um he's still working through a broken finger scenario so um, we did um, we did a couple weeks of uh, just hauling a heavy backpack and then some sit-ups and jumping jacks, something real you know minimal that we can keep the pressure off the finger. He's still uh, probably six weeks away from being 100%, so he still has a restriction on his fingers. So we moved into, uh, into the gym, mm-hmm. um, basically working out three days a week, lower body only, okay. so that way he doesn't put any pressure on his fingers. Lower body and core is what we do. And uh, when he comes back, which he just got back last night, I think, because he was on fall break. So we're going to start up again on Monday. So he took a week off, and um, he's going to try and uh, 
just re- refine his diet a little bit more to you know to work towards a, those those goals that he has. I hate to say the word, but you know, I'm kind of falling in love <laughs> with the word. Right, that's right. That's right. You know, um, so he's he's doing well, and he he has not given up by any means. He's had a few hiccups, and hopefully, we can continue on. Good. And then the last one, you you mentioned it in passing there, but tell people for people that follow you on social media, whether that's Instagram. Twitter, Facebook, any of that kind of stuff, they have seen you getting in a stock tank with water and ice. So yeah. tell folks about your your ice bath stuff, why you're doing it, and uh, how that's going. So what would you call it, a sock tank? Stock tank. Oh, stock tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stock tank. Yeah, that's a whole, literally, farming fleet. Yeah. $80, 65 bucks. That's what I do. Fill it up with a garden hose. That's it. So It's probably uh, getting close to the time you only have to put the ice in with it. I haven't put ice in all week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... You know, they say 50 degrees, below 50 degrees. Actually, some even say 55 degrees and no more than five minutes or six minutes is needed, but at least three minutes kind of where the, the hot spot is. So, but yeah, I started this, uh, whatever, th- four weeks ago. And it was, I probably put myself through more angst thinking about doing it. Mm-hmm. Than it was just to do it. Um, so, yeah, I started doing it because there's lots of benefits, you know, from, you know, whatever, inflammation, better circulation, you know, um, if you're having problems with uh, your your insulin, this is going to bring your insulin down, you know, because your heart rate is pumping. Um, and, it, you know, ultimately, I, I wanted to do it because I like to do hard things. And I think, it, it's my friend Carrie Bassick says, you know, something hard for one person is not hard for another. Um, so this was hard for me mm-hmm. because it's typically, to me, I think something hard is something you don't want to do. Okay. If you don't want to do it, that means it's probably hard because if you want to do it, it's pretty easy to do every day. And this ice bath that I do every day, I, I'm never looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say I'm not looking forward to it, but it's not like, oh, I cannot wait to get my ice bath in. But I just know when I get out, I mean, literally, for the next four to six hours, I feel different because I feel accomplished that I've done something that only really only took six minutes. Plus, you don't get my workout in. Um, but if I've learned anything about the ice bath or the cold plunges, cold therapy, whatever you want to call it, it's not that difficult to do. So many people think they got to go out and spend the two and three thousand dollars for the tub that does the thing and you know automatically and you know all those things so they can just hop in or it or they think that it's got to be you know 30 degrees and it's full of ice. You know, none of that makes a difference, just start doing it and then you can refine it as you go and understand. Because I was actually taking mine this morning and thinking to myself. What's this going to look like in January for me? Mm-hmm. You know, is this thing going to be frozen solid and I won't be able to get in it? You know, or I am going to be able to get in it, but the temperature is going to be, you know, 29 degrees and basically all ice. Am I even going to be able to withstand three to six minutes? So all those things are going through my head, but I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And some people even ask me, can you, well, can't you just use your regular bathtub? Well, I could. I could use my regular bathtub, but what would I be doing every day? Drawing water for a bath. And it probably, you know, with it being inside water, 
probably won't be as cold as it needs to be. So now I got to go get ice every day mm-hmm. or add ice to it. And then I just pour it down a drain right now with my stock tank. Mm-hmm. I, I empty the water out once a week and put new water in. Yeah. It was a little bit more when Gina was taking it, you know, Gina, cause then we had two people kind of going mm-hmm. in and out of it and, I cover up with the tarp, but you know, when you take the lid off, a leaf falls in there, you know, just stuff from your clothes. And so you just get rid of it and fill it up then, you know, the next morning. So it is by far the funnest thing I've done all, all off season. Okay. Besides the Tough Mudder, I think. Tough sure. Mudder was good, you know, but it's one, one of the things that I think it gives me more than I give it, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So. Yeah. Well, you know, and you bring up off season, you know, when, when we started the podcast, we said, you know, we're looking at life, leadership and legacy through the lens of sports officiating. And uh, of course you had your, uh, your spring baseball that you went through. Mm-hmm. You took the summer off from baseball this year, just to give yourself an off season, uh, training season, whatever you want to call it. Sure. Now you're getting ready to head into basketball. Mm. Uh, so how soon is that happening for you? What's it look like? And what are you looking forward to this season? It happens for me in two days. Wow. Yeah, two days is my first uh, scrimmage game or exhibition or whatever they want to call it. It's a close scrimmage, I think is what it is. But mm-hmm. I'm going to be on the floor in my full uniform in two days. Nice. Yeah. Now, I'm probably looking more forward to the beginning of this year than I was looking forward to last year. Okay. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give credit to what I've done over the past off season summer, if mm-hmm. you want to call it that, you know, last year I had that injury, you know, I kind of just didn't, I went through the year kind of not feeling as great. And, you know, I just, I don't want to say, but I just, I had a hard time recovering from the accident and it was, it took me a really a year to kind of get back into what I was doing normally. So um, this year, I, I don't want to say I feel more prepared than any other year, but I feel, I feel pretty with it. To like, okay, let's go. Like, I feel like if the season was the real regular season was today or tomorrow or Sunday, I would be ready for the regular season. Nice. So I'm looking forward to these. I think I, you know, whatever, small handful of preseason exhibition type games that I'm going to be doing before the regular season starts for me, um, November 8th, you know, mm-hmm. at this point. So still, still have all my schedule, only have one league, still got, you know, a few more leagues to get. And uh, I'm going to take it what it is. And I, I'm, I've actually, I don't think I've told you this. Oh, maybe I did, but so I got invited to Cancun. So I'll be oh, going to Cancun. I did not know that. Yeah. Very cool. I'll be going to Cancun. This is the second time I've went. Mm-hmm. First time I've been in a while. Going to Cancun for Thanksgiving tournament. So that means uh, uh, Gina will be traveling along with her. You know, yeah. she, and we've got our flights booked and. So it'll be a wash, right? It'll yeah. be a free vacation, so that'll be nice. And then I'm um, going to uh, for December, which typically I don't get too many Christmas tournaments, if mm-hmm. that's what you want to call them. But I'm going to West Palm Beach, Florida, uh, for a, a Christmas type uh, event. Still be home in time for Christmas, yeah. so that'll be good. So I think that's like the 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Then I'll be home on the 23rd and be able to spend a couple days for Christmas. So yeah, those are a couple highlights so far and. You know, it's it's coming along nicely. That's very very cool. So you know, you said you're you're about ready for the season. I don't have my first preseason stuff until next week. Okay, uh, looking forward to that. I think I just have. I think I have. Uh, I've got two exhibition games 
in one like closed scrimmage kind sure. of thing, like you're talking about that kind of deal. And uh, still up in the air on a fourth one, uh, depending on uh, some stuff that happened Sunday, because I haven't finished my baseball season yet. So oh. I still have. You're still umpiring baseball? Baseball? Still baseball. That's right. Uh, I've worked uh, five games this week. Mm. Um, and then uh, Sunday, uh, I'll be at. Uh, I'll be at a Big Ten site, and then I have two more Big Ten spring dates fall. the rest of the week. Oh, yeah, sorry, fall dates. Thank yeah. you. Um, <laughs> coming up. And so as of right now, my last my last time that I will suit up for baseball is the 21st of October. Mm. Now, my first game this year in the spring was the 27th of February. <laughs> <laughs> and I have not had... Like I've not had a week where I haven't worked games. Wow. You know, it's it's been really steady. And so uh it's been a really good season. I've had a lot of really neat things happen and really, really thankful for the opportunities that I've had and all. But I am uh looking forward to making the transition yeah. uh to basketball. Uh, I've worked just a handful of football games this fall to help fill in for our local assigner Joe, uh mm. some places that he's needed. I have one more of those coming up. Um and then uh and then everything will be just straight on to basketball, which I'm I'm really looking forward to. So once you start basketball, well, because football is pretty much what it's got a couple more weeks left. I yeah, think. a couple weeks left. A couple yeah. weeks left. So you only have one sport to that's worry right. about. You know, instead of which bag do I grab? Yeah, right now I have three bags in my car. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, three bags in my car. I remember those days. Yep. <laughs> so uh, soon, soon within a couple of weeks, I'll be down to uh, to one bag, which is really cool. Now you mentioned, you know, if the if the season were to start tomorrow, you're you're pretty much ready, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, have you taken your test? I've not taken my test. All right. Downloaded it. Having my plan is to kind of get that thing knocked out sometime this weekend between you know family visits and stuff. So, yeah. um, so I, I would like to have it completely done and submitted before I go to my scrimmage on Sunday. Okay. So that may be this afternoon. I'll you know go sit down for a couple hours, give it my undivided attention, and get it done. Uh, and then I can I potentially have some time in the morning on Saturday or mid morning afternoon to get it done on Saturday if I want to do that. So. But I have watched the um, the prerequisite for us. We have watched like a whatever forty minute video, so I watched that. So I was good. I did make it on there one time on one of those video plays. So I mean, it, it was a. <laughs> that it was not a. It wasn't like some ugly yeah, thing right. that I let happen, but it was a missed call or yeah. incorrect no call. So that's the way it goes. You know, yep. as I say, I get one blink of plays. That's it. That's right. Uh, my my schedule right now is to knock mine out next Monday. Mm. So the good news is if you're doing yours before mine, then if I have questions, I can call you. That's afterwards. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, that'll be uh, that'll be super helpful. Um, you know, one of the great things about digging into a new season is that um, there there are so many reconnections that happen. You yeah. Know? And I find it so interesting. Uh, the place that I'm going to potentially go work next Tuesday. Um, you know, when when the visiting coach found out that I would be there. I like I, I got a message from the visiting coach. Oh, it'll be so cool to, you know, mm -hmm. to see you to, to yeah. start off the season or whatever. Right. Which is so much better than them, you know, trying to avoid you when you get there because they're so, you know, frustrated yeah. to see you at the site or whatever. Because that's the way it gets in February yes. in, in March. That's they're exactly like, Oh jeez, right. I got Jeff again. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Yeah, I, you I, know, so so that kind of thing is is always really exciting. I actually was working a baseball game at one of our local junior colleges. Uh, here last week 
And as I went up, um, the members of the women's basketball team, they were running the concession stand that day. Mm. And so all of them, Chad, Chad, are we going to see you on any of our games this year? Right, right, you know, right. yada, yada. And uh, so that was, you know, those those reconnection moments are mm-hmm. are kind of fun. And it it is neat to know, you know, because some of those same players are players that, you know, have hated multiple calls that I've made. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but it's like, OK, well, we got a fresh start. We got a clean slate. And uh, it's it's fun to go into that. Um, I've got uh, part of my schedule. I don't have all my schedule yet, uh, but I have part of it. And I'm I'm going to some schools I've not been to before. And that's always exciting, yeah, that's neat. Yeah. you know, to get to do that. Um, working for um, a new coordinator this year with yeah. Randy Fox having retired out mm-hmm. and uh, Jen Washoe being in. Uh, that's going to be uh, really exciting to get to do that and, and also kind of figure out how all that, that works now. You know, ev- everybody has their own way of communicating and, you know, whether it's, you know, dealing with game conflicts or whatever, you know, you just about the time that you've kind of figured out how that process works, then things get switched up, you know? Yeah. And, and so now you, you adapt and learn and grow and, and, and that's good. That's what we all have to do, uh, with, uh, within our life. And so I'm, I'm excited about that. Also, one of the things that I think is really interesting for me this season, um, is I am seeing fewer and fewer regular partners on my games mm. as far as people that I've, worked with regularly in the past. Yeah. And uh, I think there's some reasons for that. You know, I think a lot of times I get put with newer officials mm-hmm. and uh, it's funny. I even had, you know, one coordinator reach out and said, uh, Hey, I've got you on several games where you are not the crew chief, but you're the crew chief. And I'm like, well, you know, what do you, what do you mean by that? You know, I think they thought I was going to be like offended because I didn't say R next to my name. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not offended that it didn't say R next to But they have some young people that they're trying to groom sure. into those roles. And so by putting them with people that they feel safe with, mm-hmm. you know, it makes it easier for them to do that. And I, I think that's a really fun role for somebody like me because I've seen some people who may not have that role and they make it harder on the person that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've, I've heard some, you know, some horror stories from some people, how they felt like, you know, the person was just, you know, always breathing down their neck or whatever. And like, that's that's not how I operate when I'm mm-hmm. in those situations. Mm-hmm. You know, I love to sit back and encourage. But then if it hits the fan to be able to be there sure. and say, okay, how do we walk away? You know, let's, let's slow down. Let's talk and mm-hmm. you make the decision, but let's, let's make sure we're taking our time here. Uh, and so, uh, so really, really looking forward to what I think will be me in some different situations and circumstances this year, you know, I, uh, which will be cool. Yeah. I, I wanted to say that, um, talk about, you know, when you see the, the, you know, the, the players and like, Hey, are we, you know, and yeah. you've, you know, just, just, not even eight months ago, you'd made multiple bad calls in their opinion, right? Yeah. And they're excited. And me being the Christmas person that I am, yes, I think of it this way. I'm obviously I would much rather give a present than receive a present, but sure. we all receive presents. Yep. Well, if I receive a bad present from whoever, my mother-in-law, on December twenty-fifth, two thousand twenty-two doesn't mean I'm not looking forward to a chance of having to see a good present on December 25th, 2023. It's very true. I, I just saw, I no, I didn't like their present. I'm never going to say, I hope she don't give me a present this year because I, you know, you never know what it might be. It might be a good one. So I think I, I related to that. 
So, and I, I'm pulling up my notes here. I apologize for this. No, you're but, good. Um, and some people may have uh, uh, read it already. Um, and it was, um, what's the guy? He's pretty, he does a lot of social media stuff. Referee guy, um, Paul. Oh, I forget his last name, but he, he does a lot of, a lot of content. He's, he's an official. Okay. Um, I forget his name, but he, he interviewed somebody and he said, someone had said, these are the six words that you need to have as a good referee. Okay. You need to absorb chaos, create calm, and provide hope. Mm. He said, if you remember those six words, every time you walk on the floor or the field or wherever that is, that's going to be going to be a huge help to your night. Yeah. So if all three people can, you know, do those those six words. So Esperanza, no, not Esperanza. Well, I can't think of his last name. It's driving me nuts. Crown Ref. Oh, okay. I yeah, yeah, Crown Ref. So, um, so yeah, he interviewed somebody. I'm like, oh, that's a good one. So I put that in my notes. Yeah, so, that's a great way to tuck so away I, as we head into a new season. I might uh, just remember those six words. Actually, those six words may come into play in the living room, <laughs> <laughs> in the kitchen when we're doing dishes, whatever, right? Well, so. and, you know, that, that really goes back to, you know, why we started this podcast in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, we're looking at this stuff through the lens of sports officiating. And when you think, you know, okay, how can I – absorb chaos you know Mm -hmm. how can i create calm Mm -hmm. you know how can i you know provide hope when when you do that these are lessons that we're learning on the field on the court um that we absolutely ought to be bringing home Mm -hmm. we absolutely ought to be bringing to school we absolutely ought to be bringing into the workplace we ought to be bringing to our friendships and you know other relationships and uh, i think that's that's really cool um, and uh, we actually started this podcast. The first podcast came out on October 1st, mm. 2021. So just a little over two years ago. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, we've not had a, an episode come out since the end of August. Uh, and there's been a little bit of a reason for that. Um, we've been kind of given some time and, and, and Jeff's been looking at some stuff and uh, wanted to give him some time to really think through and process that and all. And so, um, Jeff, I'm going to give you the opportunity to just kind of share a little bit about kind of where you're at with that. And then I've got some, I got some by the number stuff that I want to share uh, when you're done with that. All okay. right. What, what kind of numbers? You're, you're going to find out. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, I would say, yeah, you know, you said it was August when we yep. recorded last and, um, I don't know, just a uh, feel like it It was um, time for, you know, Jeff Cross to move in a different direction when it comes to the podcast. Um, I, I thought about it a lot, talked to Gina about it a lot, um, and just uh, didn't know if, you know, as my friend says, is a juice worth the squeeze kind of thing. Um, so... Um, and, you know, sometimes we, when we do these things, you know, um, we, we do them in hopes that you're affecting people, you're, um, you're even making yourself better. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, and, and, and it, this podcast has made me, a, I believe, a better person. You know, it's, it's caused me to even 
do more research on myself and uh, self-improvement, which I've always said that I do always first thing in the morning, and I still do. But knowing that when I speak into this microphone, people are listening, I want to make sure those words are, are spot on mm-hmm. as much as possible for me. So um, so that's why when I was, I was contemplating whether or not I want to continue with the podcast and um, it's, if this is this a journey I want to stay on, um, I just feel like... It, this is, you know, this is a good time for Jeff to step away. Gina hates it when I do that. Talk about myself in third person. She's going to be so <laughs> mad at me. I mean, but I feel like it's a good time for me to just step away and, um, you know, continue doing what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. Uh, but maybe a little bit more within myself, you know, a mm-hmm. little bit more, um, uh, a little bit more for the reasons that I want to do them mm-hmm. and a little bit more on my schedule, a little bit more, maybe even less of it, you know, mm-hmm. just because as I've, as I've grown throughout the years in officiating used to be, I would have, you know, study groups all the time mm-hmm. and I would meet and we would meet every week. And, you know, I started the accountability group and, you know, all these things that I've kind of done and, I, you know, we've started them and let them go and, you know, let other people do those things. And and I just feel like this is another time where, okay, uh, I've done it for two years. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think it's, I think the podcast is great. I think it's, um, it's probably something, you know, the community needs. I just don't know that it needs Jeff Cross to do it anymore. I just don't know that it needs me to do it anymore. And um, so I, I've decided that I'm going to step away and, and move just keep doing my thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll find me in an ice bath somewhere. Or, <laughs> uh, but, I think if people want to see Jeff Cross, they are not going to have a problem finding Jeff Cross out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like I'm going to go in hiding. But right. I do. I just think it's. Um, yeah, it's, it feels good to be able to just. All right, done with that project. You know, we've always talked about how I'm, I'm pretty good about starting something and getting it going, and, and then I'm off on the next thing because the adrenaline, the, you know, the dopamine, whatever it is that, that happens when you start those things. I like, I like more of that. Sure. And, um, I, you know, I, ultimately I think there's probably somebody out there that can do way better than I'm doing at this podcast. And the only way we'll know is if I get out of the way. Well, first thing I want to say to some of our listeners, because I know for a lot of our listeners, uh, the moment they hear that, that's like I, I can almost hear what's going on in windshield time when people, no, Jeff, no, we want to hear more, all that kind of thing. I, I want to start out by saying a couple things. One, this is not because uh, Jeff and I had any kind of spat yes, or upset true. each other or anything mm-hmm. like that. Uh, we're still friends and we'll stay connected and uh, all that kind of good thing. Um, so it's 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 nothing like that. Um, but... I actually had somebody say to me middle of uh, last basketball season as we were going through stuff, you know, the the statement to me was, well, how long do you think Jeff will keep doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, and my statement was, well, I hope he keeps doing this, you know, for the next 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and they're like, we're just, you know, th- this seems like, you know, he's really given a lot of investment to this for a time longer than sometimes he invests in things. And uh, it wasn't meant as a, as a negative statement at all. It was just, it was just reality, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of where things were. And so uh, because of that, I wanted to kind of celebrate a little bit, if we could today, um, some of the impact that I feel like we have made 
uh, through the Uncommon Drive podcast. Like I said, our first podcast was October 1st of 2021. Since that time, we have had almost, we are just shy of 60,000 full listens to mm. the podcast. Mm. That's not just downloads. That's not somebody listening for five minutes of a podcast, something like that. But almost 60,000 times somebody has endured an entire mm. podcast episode uh, that you and I have put out. Uh, I Which think it's I think is, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. You know, that's pretty cool. I, I applaud you for listening to all of them 60,000 times. <laughs> uh, in our first season uh, that we put out, uh, like I said, starting in October of 2021, we had 57 episodes, uh, including this episode that we'll put out today. Season two is 42 episodes, so that ends us off at 99, mm. uh, which is rather fitting for this year in college women's basketball because you can have numbers zero through 99. Uh, so yeah. uh, so we'll we'll have that all taken care of. We still haven't figured out how we're going to report it to the table yet, yeah. but uh, yeah, we can do that. And there's going to be 100 teams that will make the postseason this year in That's Division right. 1 because they're taking over another tournament. So Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. so kind of cool uh, with all that. Um, I thought a, a couple things would be fun for people to know. Um, during that time, just for the cost of hosting our podcast – Okay, this is not the equipment, this is not time, it's not anything like that. Just to have the the online bandwidth to mm. host our podcast, it's cost us $216. Mm. Okay. We have made a grand total of $61.91. That's not that's not profit. Yeah, okay. That's right. not profit. Okay. Yeah. So we're in the hole. Uh, we're in the hole about $155. Oh, no let's say ex- we were a good business. You know, yeah, that yeah. kind of deal. <laughs> Uh, but so uh, for those of you out there and you hear that uh, commercial come on, you're like, oh, my gosh, they're just trying to get rich off this. Mm-hmm. Not if uh, going backwards in money is your <laughs> unless that's your idea of getting rich. Um, I did think it was interesting. Um, our our most listened to episode to date by full listen, not by individual download, but by full listen um, was our covid episode. Uh, oh, from really? January 9th, 2022, when we were talking about, you know, COVID and how it affected us sure. and, and what it was like actually doing that out there on the court. And, you know, sometimes when you look back, it feels like that was so long ago, mm-hmm. but it really wasn't mm-hmm. like we were like we were wearing masks running up and down courts yeah. not that long ago. Yeah. And so uh, so that to me, I thought was was super uh, interesting as we began to look at that. And so then, of course, the, the question comes. um, you know, well, are we still going to have a podcast? Is there still going to be a podcast? The answer to that is yes, uh, at least until we see um, what kind of response we get from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plan right now is to go ahead and continue to put out some uh, podcast episodes. We've got some people lined up that we'll have to uh, talk with us. There may be an occasional time where you get stuck just listening to my ramblings uh, as we go along. And I'm still holding out hope that uh, if if something significant happens within the life of officiating or something like that, that uh, we might be able to pull Jeff in for an episode or two here or there just to be able to comment on things. Mm-hmm. Uh, when uh, when Jeff gets his uh, deep NCAA tournament run this next mm-hmm. year, then we'll want to have him on so we can talk about that afterwards and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, but I know that for many of you, um, Jeff is a, a voice that's important to you. Um, when, when we first started about, uh, putting together the podcast and I went to Jeff and talked about it, you know, I said, you know, really 
one of the reasons that I wanted Jeff to be a part of it is because Jeff brought significant validity to what we do. Mm. You know, as a as a longtime Division One, you know, women's basketball official, and you know, uh, not just long time, but somebody who makes this their their living. Mm-hmm. You know, this this is how you support your family, and so you have a level of investment because of that. That's pretty significant. You know, mm-hmm. if it's somebody that's picking up a few extra thousand dollars every year to officiate a sport, so they can go on an extra vacation or whatever, well, that's one level of commitment. When somebody else if if they don't do that they they don't feed their family that's a that's a different level of of commitment to it and so i i've appreciated jeff bringing that to what we do um when you look at the other five the other four of the top five episodes they are almost always episodes that are question or back and forth uh kind of episodes you Mm -hmm. know where we're kind of going back and forth about stuff and all so i will miss getting to do that with jeff Mm -hmm. uh in pretty significant ways um i will now have to look for ways to twist his arm to get to see him once a week uh whether it's a meeting for uh, lunch or whatever i will not be working out at 5 30 in the morning that will not happen my workouts (laughs) are at night uh that's always been kind of the fun uh with jeff as well we've been a little bit of yin and yang with some of that stuff he's the early morning guy i'm the late night guy uh, and yet, uh, have a, a lot of things that we see eye to eye on some things we like to push back on each other mm-hmm. about. And I think that's made this, um, a lot of fun, at least for me, for me, it's been a ton of fun to get to do this. And, uh, I've looked forward to it every time we have, and I know many of you have as well. And so, um, we're going to uh, continue to push out some, uh, some content over mm-hmm. the next, uh, several weeks and months. And um, and then we'll we'll probably uh, evaluate after a, a period of time. You know, is this something that's continuing to be uh, meaningful and helpful to people? And if it is, then it's something that we'll keep going long term. And if it's not, then we'll recognize that uh, every book eventually has its closing chapter, and, and we'll come to that as well. Uh, but for now, this is not a closing chapter. This is just the next chapter. Mm-hmm. So I'm incredibly thankful to you, Jeff. Uh, for having been a part of these early chapters, yeah. Uh, with me, like I said, it's it's been a ton of fun. I uh, just just a couple weeks ago, um, I got a, a message from one of our listeners, mm. and I forwarded it on to uh, to Jeff, where uh, the listener had been with their child, um, getting some treatment, some medical treatment, something that's very serious and significant. And as they were driving home, they put on our podcast. Mm. You know. Um, and like why you would put on our podcast to get cheered up from a difficult situation. I'm not sure, but that's what yeah. this person did, you know? And, uh, and as they were listening to it, they, they heard themselves mentioned uh, <laughs> on the podcast and said, you know, here had been this tough day and all this kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, you know, beaming ear to ear and his sure. wife's like, you know, what kind of lunatic are you? Why are you so excited <laughs> right now? He's like, I was on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, and that's so cool. That made $61. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it lost 155. Yeah, right. Um, but, you know, it's just, it to me, uh, that's been really neat. We have lots of very faithful listeners uh, that are out there. And you let us know on a regular basis. Um how impactful it is to you. One of our, our local officials not long ago, Hollis Clark, uh, I was with him uh, at, a, at an event and he just mentioned, he said, hey, I, just, you know, I hope you guys know how, how helpful that is to me. And as I listen to it, um, you know, he, he drives back and forth to work every day mm-hmm. and that's when he, that's when he pops it on and is in his listening and, and he's a multi-sport official. And so a lot of what we talk about uh, applies to what he does. And so uh, super, super appreciative of the opportunity to get to do this with you. Uh, looking forward to opportunities in the future to twist your arm, to get you come back for special appearances. And uh, we'll celebrate that when it happens. But, you know, I, uh, I hope 
um, I hope to everybody out there that, that you understand the, the heart behind what we do. Uh, the heart behind what we do is never been to uh, have this big, massive podcast or make lots of money with it or anything like that. It was just, what's a way that we can help make an impact on this community that we love? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we really do. We, we love the community of sports officials that's out there. I think we do an incredibly difficult job. And for the most part, we do it really, really well. Yeah, uh, We do it with a ton of integrity. Uh, and then one of the great things that comes from it is that we get the opportunity to be in relationship with other people yeah. in that group, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, again, we've, we've mentioned it before, but when people step away from officiating, very rarely do you, they talk about missing the game. Mm-hmm. Almost always they talk about missing the people. Mm-hmm. And so I hope that as you're seeking to be uncommon, uh, in the way you live your life uh, in the way you lead others and in the legacy that you leave to people, uh, I hope that that legacy is not about what game you worked. I hope that legacy is about the people that you worked it with and the people that you impacted back at home and everywhere else. Anything that you'd like to say in closing today, Jeff? Well, sure, I'll say a few things because it's my last one. That's right. You better get it in now. <laughs> We're long-winded on y'all. Uh, my daughter, you know, it's you talk about the story about someone asking, how long do you think Jeff will do it? Um, and my daughter, she actually has a list on her phone, things my dad gets hyper-fixated on. Okay. And, you know, it... It, the, the list is continuous, right? It's always being <laughs> added on to, you know, and um, from trivia night to podcast to fishing to golf carts to ice bath, you know, it all, yeah. all those things. And um, if I had to tell, if I had to, you know, give one message, I think it's okay to be hyper fixated. It really, because the only way you could be hyper fixated on something is you have to try it. Mm-hmm. And you'll know whether you like it or not. You'll know whether this is something you want to do for the rest of your life. Um, just because I'm not doing a podcast once a week, or you know, as my daughter would call it, hyper fixated on the podcast, I'm still posting stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm still posting, you know, whatever seven or eight seconds of something, and hopefully, no one thinks that I'm hyper fixated on helping others. Mm-hmm. I, I want people to know that I, I, I want everyone to have the best possible life for themselves. And the only way you can do that is you have to just, you got to put your foot in the water. Mm-hmm. The only way you learn how to swim is you got to jump in the water. You got to do that. And if I, if you learned anything over the past two years for me is just don't overcomplicate it. Just do it. You know how you become a referee? You go buy a shirt and you buy a whistle and you go referee. And then every day you get a little bit better and you get a little bit better. That's how you do it. How do you get good at, at posting stuff on social media? You do it. And then you make yourself a little bit better every time. So um, I believe all, everyone who's listening right now, you have an, no matter how great you think things are going for you, you have an opportunity to make them even better. And do not search out the comfort parts of your life. I, they're nice. It's nice to sit at home when it's, you know, blizzard outside and you're in front of the fireplace. That is a cozy place to be. But you don't need to do that every day. 
You don't need to be elbow deep in a bag of Doritos every day. You don't need to down the whole bag of Oreos every day. You don't need to do that. You know, and as the guy I listened to, Gary Becky, he's talking about, you know, we got to stop worrying about eating at the first pang of hunger. And we got to stop worrying about going inside at the first sign of cold or it's too hot. We can't go outside. If anything, I hope that I've proven time and time again, there's so many people that think the things that I do shouldn't be being done and we do them anyway. You know, if we go back to Jack and we worked out outside when the heat index was 115 Mm -hmm. and everyone told me I shouldn't have done it and we did it and he survived, I survived. Now, we don't have to be out there for 30 minutes. So just force yourself to do uncomfortable things every day and never say you can't do something. You may not be able to do it very good, but you can still do it. So um, I, I hope everyone learns that lesson and, 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 and is able to capitalize on that mindset that if, if you want to try something, then by all means, try it. It's okay to do that. It's okay for people to laugh at you a little bit. It's okay. And the, the, the last message I want to I wanna give don't wait till it's too late. I, you know, um, Randy Fox is a good friend of mine, mm-hmm. and he retired from uh, being a coordinator. He ta- he talked about his last meeting with the the coaches and the commissioners from the game from his leagues, and he announced his retirement. And everyone said all these great things about him. Not that he would have, but what if they said all those great things to him on a daily basis? Maybe he would have stuck around another year or two. Mm-hmm. Maybe he would have said, you know what? I'm going to continue to do this because I feel appreciated. I feel like I'm adding value to these coaches and to the, to the league. And we do the same thing. We, someone passes away tomorrow, we go, I should have called him. Why aren't we not calling? Well, send them a text. Do something. Why are we not doing that? It's always we're always waiting until it's too late. And um, I got to give my my wife a shout out because she has she has taught me this lesson more than she probably realizes. And it was you know a number of years ago when I asked her to make some funny video with me, and she didn't want to do it. But and I, I've shared the story. But you know. She wants to have the memory. Mm-hmm. And if this is, you know, because tomorrow I may be gone. And she shared that memory with me. So even though she didn't want to do it and she don't like doing it and she feels uncomfortable doing it, she does it because if for some reason I go before her, she's going to have that memory. And if for some reason when, well, obviously if she goes before me, I'm going to have that memory. Yeah. So we, we have those opportunities and we, we often bypass them for fear of looking foolish or thinking that someone might laugh at us. But then you go and have regret the next day because, you know, they're gone. Mm-hmm. They're gone. They're missing. They've decided to stop. And I think we just need to remember those things as we continue on. We have an opportunity to change the world. One thank you at a time. One appreciative text at a time. And if we can do those things, getting up in the morning, 
to 5.30 to work out, even though Chad doesn't want to. He, he still might do it with me and hop, a, hop on an ice bath every once in a while. So I appreciate you all listening to me. I appreciate you all um, committing to the podcast, and I'm sure it will be great even without me. All right, everybody. Have a great week out there. Hope the new season, for those of you basketball folks, uh, is uh, getting off to a great start. For those of you baseball folks, as you're getting your stuff cleaned up and put away for the year, I hope you realize it's not the off season, it's the training season. That's right. Time to get ready for the next thing. See you all soon. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Uncommon Drive Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And be sure to leave us a five-star rating. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.